Hello, and welcome to Sneaker Show. We love sneakers, and this is where we get to talk about them every week. We full-on nerd out about sneakers. It is an unapologetic sneaker conversation, 100% sneaker-related. Weekly, we get together, we talk about sneaker news, we talk about sneaker releases. My name's Tim. I'm in Saskatoon. I can tell you what you'll hear about today. There are uh, some really crazy Jordan 1s, the Doran Becker Jordan 1s, $2 million shoe. There's a Jordan 1 low called Elephant, the ZX8000 Super Earth from Sean Wortherspoon and Adidas. Got some bread ones in patent leather, white cement fours with a twist. And of course, there's Dunks because it's another week. Uh, so Dunks are coming out. Dunk low called City Market. So I'm Tim and I'm in Saskatoon. My sneaker friends join me from Regina. Anna, are you there? I am. I'm here, Tim. Hi, <laughs> lovely to see you. Good and Logan's guys. there as well. Hello, hey. hello, hello. First, let me just say congratulations to anybody who copped on all the recent releases. The recent releases. There were those ready-made blazers, the Topaz 4s, and the Ash Blue 350s. All of these shoes look to be profitable, and I think they look good on foot. So whether you're keeping them or selling them, congratulations. Guys, tell me, are you surprised to see some 350s reselling? I'm shocked. <laughs> I am too. I'm pretty shocked. Seeing those prices the day after, uh, it's it's pretty mind-boggling, honestly. I haven't seen a Yeezy 350 release get prices like that in quite a while. On recent memory, it's been a very long time. We were just briefly talking about it. We did a, a episode on Tuesday because I uh, had a, a, an incident where I had to go to the hospital. So I got this broken arm, but uh, everything's all good. Uh, so we were talking about the, the 350s and how it can be a pain to, to get rid of them, but uh, selling for 400 450 from what I last saw. Everybody wants those Topaz 4s. Those are poor man Travis Scott shoe for sure. Uh, and the ready-made Blazers came out in white and black. I tried for the black ones. I think the black ones are the ones to have with the orange swoosh on them, but you guys don't like them either way, hey? Hey, you know, I I might look, at, look like a hypocrite for this, but yeah, I, I hate those shoes, but you better believe I went for them on release day. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually selling for quite a bit. I'm yeah, they are. Six, 600 range, aren't they? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Oh, that's a, that's a profit. Okay, well, I'll start us off with the $2 million Jordan 1s. This is an interesting story. These shoes, I would love to see them, and uh, they're, they're, they're completely different. Left shoe, right shoe, completely different. The Doran Becker Jordan 1 in what the colorway. What happens here every year is Nike raises money for a children's hospital. Uh, Anna, you were saying you haven't heard the Doran Becker story before. I haven't. Okay, cool. This is, a, this is an interesting one. Over the years, it's been like 20 years of this, they've raised $29 million for a children's hospital in Oregon. It's called OHSU. So every year, with the help of a child who's recovering at this hospital, they design a shoe, it's super limited, and then they auction it off and the money goes to the hospital. So $29 million, pretty cool over the years. This Jordan 1, this what the, there are 17 pairs of this shoe. And uh, one of the bids was $2 million. So uh, that, that really got a lot of people interested in what's going on here. The bid turned out to be fake. 
It was a fake bid, and now they've had to delay the launch. Nike says uh, it, it'll happen at a later date. They just uh, trying to figure it out right now. But how crazy are these shoes? Like, unbelievable. It's nuts what we're looking at. Yeah, uh, you know, I the story is what really makes these for me. It's uh, mm -hmm. it's a really really good story, and it's a really great opportunity. And it seems like every year, uh, Dornbeckers are super super sought after and desired. Uh, not just because of how limited and rare they are. It's just the story behind them, too. People would love to support. Uh, but these shoes in particular, very funky. You know, you can still <laughs> probably pull them off if you wore some specific kind of pair of black pants. And, you know, they might actually look good. They might pop a little bit. Uh, the, the thing that, just the little details, too, like the fact that, you know, there's there's opposite soles on both. Every part of the shoe is completely different on both pairs. Uh, it's It's pretty wild. <laughs> Yeah. Each piece is a nod to previous years, previous shoes that have been designed. So there's a there's a left shoe and a right shoe breakdown and like every single panel is a different texture and a different material. I just want to talk a little bit about the right shoe cuz it's got that uh cantaloupe colored midsole, that that slime green. I have the biohacks, and I know a lot of people don't like them because they're kind of loud and the yellow tongue and they're weird looking and everything, but that's what I like the most about them. So I was really surprised to see that. I was like, I kind of have a Jordan like this $2 million shoe here. <laughs> close enough. Close <laughs> enough. Let's go with that. Yeah. I, I yeah, and the one, uh, sorry, the, the one outsole with that, like uh, the pink and purple and fuchsia and black, like camo color, nuts. Mm -hmm. I know in, in, in past years for other uh, Dornbecker shoes, a lot of basketball players choose to hoop in them. They'll choose to wear them in a game that kind of, you know, show uh, appreciation for, you know, the people who design them, for the, a lot of times for the kids specific, specifically that actually make the shoes or not, you know, design the shoes. Um, it'd be kind of cool to see, uh, I guess, someone play ball in these, especially a big time, no a big time star. Uh, but then again, I don't see too many people wearing you know, Air Jordan 1 highs on the court these days. I guess they're really uncomfortable for, for hooping. Like, uh, people, they're like, how did this happen in the 80s? That's how bad the technology was. So that's uh, something you got to see. I can't, uh, I can't do it justice explaining it all. Oh, and the cork on the insole, it's just, it's every little corner of it. You'll go, oh, look at this, look at this. So we'll put pictures up on the Sneaker Show Instagram, which is Sneaker Show Podcast. All right, let's move on. Sean Wortherspoon's at it again. He is back. Um, I, I really love Sean Wortherspoon. I actually, fun fact here, I got the opportunity to meet him in Los Angeles a couple years ago, and he's cool. kind of exactly how you would expect. He's a very, very nice guy, super down to earth. All the staff that I came across when I was, when I was in LA, they were all very, very down to earth, very friendly, and they were more than willing just to talk sneakers or, you know, talk about fashion in general and this was before this was well before um sean actually had any shoes out this was well before the nike con the brief nike contract where he, where he designed the, the air maxes um so th this was a very different time but it's really cool to see i guess you know how far he's came and that he's he's doing stuff like this now on a wider scale and he's passionate about it right like this is something that he is really passionate about so this is an adidas Z ZX8000 model. It's releasing on March 12th, um, and it's called the Super Earth. It's very similar to the Superstars that released uh, a while back. 
And if you haven't seen the superstars that we're talking about here, it's a superstar model. But what makes that model specifically interesting is that it's all vegan. It's a vegan shoe. It's a proudly vegan shoe. And he's adamant on all his future shoes representing his views as well. So this one, the ZX8000, it features flowers along the side that kind of will tear away with wear. That's another feature that he typically implements in his pairs. He likes having shoes that, I don't want to say fall apart, but they definitely look <laughs> a lot more rugged after you wear them. And he wants that to look, they want, he wants his pairs to, you know, look rugged and look worn and kind of the materials to kind of blend together. And he does put a lot of different materials on these shoes. So it takes, has like a plaid over the forefoot of the shoe, white, brown, red, and kind of like an off-white canvas appears from the toe box to the heel. It includes neon green laces. And he has obviously his his uh, Sean Weatherspoon branding on the spine, uh, a feature that he has on all his shoes. He kind of has like a homage uh, to himself in a way. And then the Super Earth logo appears on the pattern covering the tongue, nodding to the sneakers animal free construction. This is a very, very funky shoe to say the least, but it's exactly on par with what Sean Weatherspoon likes in his pairs. How do you guys feel about these and would you wear them? These are, they're crazy. The details are pretty cool. Um, yeah, that flower kind of tearaway, we also saw that on the All-Stars too, which is kind of cool that he's bringing that to his other shoe that he's having with Adidas. Uh, I think they'd be really hard to pull off, honestly, but they're pretty cool, something unique to add to your collection. But I think they would be fairly tough to pull off. It would definitely have to be a pretty simple outfit, and then these would kind of pop. Yeah, they kind of just look like hippie shoes, you know? You want to have, like, frayed out, <laughs> flared jeans on, and uh, the way that it all frays and, and falls apart. I love that about these shoes. They look worn when they're brand new, so once you put some life into them, they'll, they'll probably really, really even look better, come to life. I think the, the laces are one of the best parts. They pop like, uh, you remember when the, the Wave Runners came out with the yellow laces? Mm -hmm. They kind of got that pop to it. Mm-hmm. I, one thing that I didn't I didn't note earlier, but this model, the Z the ZX eight thousand, has boost in the midsole as well. So these would be a pretty comfortable shoe. And from what I've read online, uh, this model in particular, I've actually never worn the ZX eight thousand, but supposedly it's very very comfortable comfortable shoe. So I can imagine people if you know they want to really break these in, uh, it won't take long for these to look rugged if they're wearing them often. Definitely. Hey, you know, uh, sorry to go off book here, but um, uh, we were talking about the, the new Yeezy last week. We were talking about the 450s, those ridiculous looking things. Mm -hmm. So the new Ultra Boost, we were talking about the, the 450. It looks like your heel and your toe are off the ground, and then your, your midfoot is all that touches. If you look at the new Ultra Boost, is it Ultra Boost 21? It's got the same thing on the bottom. It looks like the middle of your foot touches the ground, and then the heel angles up, and the toe angles up. It's got that same thing. That's interesting. Might be their I new just, technology for the Boost. Maybe it's super comfortable, and we just kind of judged it wrong. Yeah, I, I just pulled up a picture here of the yeah. Ultra Boost 21, and looking at the sole right now, it has the Continental... So kind of like a little bit of the rubber along the toe area. Yeah. 
and you are right. It is lifted. It's lifted off the back. So, you know, I mean, they're the experts, right? They've done a lot of testing. There, there's definitely science behind these. So it could be very, very comfortable. But looking at the Ultra Boost 21, wow, the grip on that thing looks looks ridiculous. You're not going to be slipping in those, that's for sure. <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. It, look, it looks like it's giving you, like, forward momentum, you know? It looks mm -hmm. like it's moving, just sitting there. Sorry, I took us off the page. Anna, we have Jordan 1 breads coming out for Christmas? Yeah, I saw on uh, Sneaker Bar Detroit on Instagram, they posted the Jordan 1 High bread is re-releasing for holiday season in 2021, but something's different about it has a patent leather to it so we all know this classic colorway and i usually love a remake of a classic colorway but to me this isn't quite it because it's such an iconic colorway to the jordan one that this patent leather almost makes it feel kind of tacky if you guys know what mm -hmm. i mean that kind of yeah. shiny it feels like a little cheaper and it's such an iconic and classic colorway that i feel like they shouldn't have brought that to it i feel like they should stick to that nice crisp leather that made it the shoe that it is today like on um, like the when we look at jordan ones like the bread is obviously one of the ones we think of right away what do you guys think about the patent leather are you a fan of it do you think that it's a little tacky as well it's tacky i'm not a fan of it at all um i've seen actually a lot of people not a lot of people but like one person in particular that comes to mind uh he's in a lot of facebook sneaker groups in canada here i want to say his name is jeff stetler steffler yeah, he is really, really good at deglossing and kind of um, uh. changing pairs. He's really good at getting rid of the the patent covering on these shoes. I saw him do the shattered backboards. Um, I saw him do it with a bunch of different pairs. Another, what's the pair I'm thinking of here? Fearless, the, UNC, the fearless, yeah, fearless UNC. Yeah, he did it with those They're as like well. That icy blue, and he also has done it with the metal uh, golds, uh, the ones that came out. A couple months oh. ago, here. and I could see him doing it with this pair, and this pair will look a million times better without the patent. Without, mm -hmm. it, it's just, it doesn't. It's not. It's just not necessary. <laughs> How about you, Tim? What are you thinking about these? Uh, the the shattered backboard threes are so nice when they have the matte instead of that shiny thing. Oh yeah, on. definitely. Uh, so I guess it comes down to like numbers. If this, uh, if a bread that is non-patent leather resells for a thousand dollars and you get these patent leather ones for retail and then you give this jeff guy how much money to to make them non-shiny 300 500 like is 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 he, it ever going to come back around he charges pretty from what i've read he charges not much money for like i think he's just doing it for the love of the sneakers and for a project obviously it's going to be a little bit of money he needs to make some profit off this he yeah. needs to you know uh, you're not going to just send someone shoes and expect them to do it for free. But it'd be kind of a cool project even to learn for yourself if you got a pair for retail and you're like, you know what, I can't really see myself wearing this. Um, I don't like the patent leather on it. It could be a fun little project for yourself, learning how to get rid of that and deglossing. Then you have to worry about you're you gonna, know, messing up the shoe. That's it. You're going to practice on these breads. <laughs> Start big. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what do we have for sneaker releases this week, Tim? Well, big week. University Blue Jordan 1s are coming out. They look so soft. I want them so badly. I, uh, 
I, I, I want to say it's one of the shoes of the year for sure. Um, you know, they've got another version of this. The University Blue is one of the first shoes we talked about on this podcast. And it is, I, I think, what is it? March 6th, this, this Saturday, March 6th release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they're talking about a very similar one coming out in December called Burgundy Crush. And same thing, same colorway, same color blocking, same black swoosh, same white panels. But instead of that university blue, it's that uh, it's like a deep wine color. Uh, anyways, good luck with your raffles on the university blues. I don't know about you guys. Um, we all enter a lot of raffles. My favorite raffle, I haven't hit on it yet, but my favorite experience of a shoe raffle is with the store End. E-N-D, it's in the UK, so I have no idea if I'm ever going to win in another country. But it's, it's just the way I want a raffle to be. It actually takes your credit card info and it says, look, if you win, we're charging you and shipping these shoes out. Give us your address, give us everything. That seems like the best to me. And then it even sends you an email confirming it and saying good luck. Man, that feels legit compared to like entering three friends you know on Instagram and your size and then crossing your fingers and never hearing about it ever, ever, ever again. Yeah. Good Anyways. luck. Good luck. You'll need it. That's that's the model. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. What, what does it feel like to win a raffle? I, I don't recall. Was you know it- what? Uh, there's a local guy who won a, a raffle for the Taupe Hayes 4s, uh, 306 Souls. I was just chatting with him. And uh, it was the normal raffle. N-R-M-L. Is that right? Normal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a guy, it's a, he's clearly selling shoes on his Instagram. It's not like a personal name or something like that. It's just a guy who sells shoes on his Instagram. And he won that raffle. That gave me hope. That to me seemed legit. Like they really just drew a name and it was him and they gave it to him. You know, it's just so suspect of all raffles. Anyways, I say all that to say this. Also releasing this Saturday is a Jordan 1 Low called Elephant. And I love Jordan 1 Lows. The highs got me into sneakers. For about 15 minutes there the other week, I purchased some mids and then ended up giving them back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about the highs, I'm about the lows. I think I'm going to try to get as many pairs of lows as I can this year. I really love the way they feel on foot. They still got that same look that I love from the highs, but I, I really, I'm all about the lows. I don't know if I'll ever get into dunks just because I love the Jordan 1 low so much. So, uh, and in the UK and size, both UK retailers have listed this as a release for March the 6th. The colorway for the elephant is white, neutral gray, sail, and smoke gray. Mm, all my favorite colors. So, uh, I, I, I've got the neutral gray ones sitting at home, and I don't know if I'm ever going to wear those. But I would wear these 100%. And they got that neutral gray and that smoke gray. And the reason they're called elephant is they've got elephant print on the swoosh as well as on uh, like the, the part that is closest to your toe where the shoelaces go in. I got to get my sneaker terminology right here. But they look clean to me. You can't go wrong with elephant print. You just can't. It's hard to mess up. And, you know, this is a nice pair. Listen, this is a pair of lows I could definitely see myself wearing, especially in the summer. It's a clean, really clean shoe. You know, a thing that I really do like about what they did up here um, is that they didn't do elephant along the whole the whole shoe, the toe box. They didn't specifically do any elephant print. 
I think there's just enough that it's not overbearing, but it's not too little where it doesn't stand out. Yeah, I love the elephant print too. It almost looks like they're using a little bit of, um, not mesh, but I don't know how to describe that material on the top of the shoe. Do you guys see that as well? Yeah. And it, it looks on, like, like... By the collar? Yeah. It's not quite a mesh, but it is um, a little meshier. And it looks like it's maybe suede as well, I want to say. Yeah, it's got that burlapy sort of texture to it. Yeah, and I think that goes perfectly with the colorway. And I also love how it isn't too much elephant print. It's just the right amount. It's well done for sure. Well, I hope it's not just like some European thing. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be. Good see being a widespread release. Yo, you have more dunks this time, Logan, and uh, these actually kind of remind me of, of the, the shoe that we were, we were talking about before here. You brought such colorful hippie shoes to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this so yeah, another, another episode of the Dunk Show podcast today, guys. <laughs> I, I think I've honestly spoken about dunks now in every single episode. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I uh, might have to go up the ladder on that one. But yeah, this is another pair of shoes that, as Tim just said, kind of like hippie-esque, I guess we could say. Um, another pair of sustainable shoes kind of on that theme, I guess, today as well. This is the City Market Dunk, and it's releasing on March 4th. And this pair in particular is one that really stood out to me, and it's a pair that I really, really, really want to see myself getting, especially for the summer. I think it's really gorgeous. So, Nike opts to splash out references to the brand's earliest roots. So, it's decorating the upper with materials typically seen on large sacks of rice and coffee beans. And it features all sorts of different materials on this pair of shoes. And it also, um, I didn't notice it right away. I had to do a little bit of digging. But there's a hidden compartment on the tongue. And we've seen pockets like this in other, other Nike SB Dunk releases particularly for those of the 4, 420 variety. On the Grateful Deads, the Grateful Deads also had this feature where they had like a little, like a zipper in which you could kind of, you know, put whatever you want in that case. Stash pocket. A stash pocket, <laughs> exactly. And the fact that this has a stash pocket is pretty cool. When I first saw pictures of the tongue on this pair, I was like, I didn't realize that that was a zipper. So I thought, oh, it's kind of like the Habibis. I guess it has like a, you know, dual tongue, double set tongues. But as soon as I found out that there was a stash pocket, I was like, you know, that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool little little touch that they're doing now, bringing that back. After doing a little bit more reading and digging, I found out that actually it's enough to put in a little grocery bag. Oh, wow. that's what that is. Okay. So <laughs> I guess, you know, that's a pretty interesting idea and a nice little touch. It's kind of hard to explain this pair of shoes using words. You'd really need to actually see them, and we're going to post pictures on the on the Instagram later. There, there's so many different colors, materials. We're, we're talking canvas. We're talking we're talking like a rope. The laces, the laces are like a rope style lace. Um, I believe the sole is made out of recycled materials, and it also has parts of a grocery bag on uh, the tongue. This pair is expected to release, as I said earlier, on March 4th. So that's just right around the corner here. And it's probably going to be a pretty tough pair of shoes to get your hands mm. on. What do you guys think about the City Market Dunks? 
You know what? At first, I was like, no, fam. Uh, but the more you talked about it, and for some reason, when you describe the materials, like they're using rice bags or whatever, I can see that now. If they're comfortable, I want them for sure. As long as those recycled materials don't like wear weird, I'm all about these now. They look so cool. And I do like the reusable grocery bag in there. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. In the first picture, you can see it because when they lift up the tongue, the tongue is like lifted up all the way there. Yeah. You just pull out that grocery bag and start your shopping. So that's a pretty handy feature. So <laughs> does it come with this bag? That's what I'm I believe wondering. so. I believe so. Oh, that's cool. These are super cool. Um, I'm the same as Tim. At first when I saw them, I'm like, eh. And then the more I hear about them and kind of the concept behind them, I'm liking them more and all the different materials and stuff. I hope as well that they don't wear super weird with these materials that we don't typically see on shoes. But, you know, it's always it's always cool to have a more unique shoe in your collection that you can um, have that's a little more different than what you usually have. You could put some stringy things frayed off the side and say they're Wortherspoon dunks. Yeah. <laughs> you really could. What do you think about the translucent swoosh on the sides? That's for me. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a feature that really stands out in mm-hmm. this pair. It's crazy because it, it's, it's what defines a dunk. You look for that check mark. And these, you know, they're so clearly a dunk and everything, but because they don't have the swoosh jumping out at you there, it, it really changes the way they look. And, and the, the rope laces, you know, Travis on his dunks used like that round rope. This is still that flat dunk lace, but it's kind of, uh, yeah, you can see that it's a recycled material. It adds character. On the insole, it says, thank you for caring. So I think that's a, a homage to, you know, people caring about planet sustainability for this pair. That's another little cool touch. I don't know about you guys, but it seems in like the last year, two years, particularly, especially, we're seeing Nike and other companies really take interesting approaches in terms of just little details, more so than maybe past years. I may be mm-hmm. overlooking it, but it, it a shoe like this, uh, I would never expect a Nike to come out with, say, five years ago. I feel like we're seeing it a lot more specifically in Dunks and SB Dunks, too. Because they always do have that cool little touch to them. Like, we have this. We have, like, for example, the pigeons have, like, a little pigeon on it. Just things like that. I can't really see them doing, like, something quite as, um, like, towards, like, this kind of approach with a Jordan 1. We do have some funkier Jordan 1s, but I can't see this exact colorway going Mm -hmm. on a Jordan 1. It feels like it belongs to a dunk. Yeah, Mm -hmm. agreed. Either way, it's a pretty gorgeous pair, and fingers crossed we'll get our hands on it. Yeah, I hope somebody does. I'd like to get them in hand. Okay, let's talk. uh, We got one more shoe this week. Uh, It's a Jordan 4. It's a classic colorway. Anna, tell us why it's different. All right, so we have the Jordan 4 white cement. That's exciting, but here's the twist. It's a golf shoe. So it's supposed to release, well, it is releasing (laughs) on March 4th. It says on StockX. So this is one of the greatest Jordan 4 colorways, and many people have been waiting for a re-release. The last release was in 2012. And I actually saw rumors that this was going to re-release in 2021, so this year. Now I'm wondering if the rumors were towards this golf shoe, and this just ended up being what we're getting, or if there's still going to be a re-release. So basically this shoe, it is the Jordan 1 white cement, and on the bottom, it has kind of like a 
like those golf cleat things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to describe them. No, but... you just did. That's perfect. <laughs> the, yeah, they're golf shoes. So usually with golf shoes, it's like more narrow. You know how golf shoes look like there's they're more like tight to your foot and stuff like this is a Jordan four. So it's mm-hmm. different. And there are some on feet pictures of them as well. And hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> they look kind of funny on the one guy. On the other guy they look <laughs> yeah. they look good, but yeah, I don't know. Would you guys wear these on the golf course? It looks like this uh yeah, it has the jump man on the back. So I hey, if it if it improves my swing at this point, I'll wear anything on the golf course. That's all I got to say about this. But I think it's <laughs> I think it's a pretty cool pair. You know, this is now I guess the second pair of shoes I've seen in the last week of a, like a pair that you wouldn't expect to see connected to sport. Like seeing those pictures of the, the guy wearing Air Jordan 1 inspired skates. I don't know if you yeah. guys saw those pictures. <laughs> now we're seeing Air Jordan 4 golf cleats. It's, it's kind of fun to see. And I mean, it's a flex, right? It's a flex when you're with your friends golfing and they see you pull up in those. Uh, they might be a little bit nervous. <laughs> Well, I, I can say this as a golfer, uh, those cleat things, they're not for me. Uh, some people, they really, they think, well, this is how they sell golf shoes. They say you can take strokes off your game by keeping your feet in place. So that's why you want those little cleats. And you can screw them in. There's a little tool because they get uh, dull from walking around on cement and stuff. So you can replace each individual cleat. Now, at the bottom there, you can see the guy with the funny look, the guy who's actually in a golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at the back. He's got Nike Air. Yeah, he doesn't have the jump man. That confused me. Yeah. This might be a fake photo then. Well, you can take shoes into shops and get them golf cleated. You can have that bottom added mm. to any shoe in the world. So this guy's really flexing. He took white cements and went and got them fixed up to go golfing in. Now, they look terrible. They look mm-hmm. just... <laughs> dumb and that high tongue on that no sock that's just the worst <laughs> and they look like they're sweaty and they're about to smell really bad after that match no doubt yeah <laughs> gross but the guy who's got like the beige pant on who's got the picture in studio that doesn't look as bad it looks like they really kind of they, they've done a better job with the actual golf shoe from jordan brand now we're talking about what it's going to be 300 bucks for these and it's all about what they look like and it's a boot. That's always been my problem with fours and fives. They're too much like a boot than they are like a, an athletic shoe. So for me, it's a no thanks. Uh, fun to look at, though. Yeah, very fun to look at. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's a pre- if, if that is, in fact, a custom, that's a, pretty cool, that's a pretty cool concept. And it's cool to see people kind of go out of the box and try that. But at the end of the day, it depends how it works, right? And if that's not going to work, then, you know, it's just not going to work. I would love to see more sneaker, like maybe iconic sneakers turned to sport shoes in certain ways. Um, I know for football cleats, there was a lot of football players that would wear like Air Jordan 1 inspired cleats or, or even Yeezy cleats for a while there. If you guys remember that craze. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a big thing. I want to say that was two years ago. Like the three fifty, three fifty, yeah, three fifty, yeah. three fifty cleats. Um, there was turtle dove, turtle dove cleats. That could be something we could talk about in another episode. But pretty, pretty funky ideas, and it, it's cool to see. Uh, I guess push that, push that limit, and and you know really 
fashion and sports do go hand in hand, but it's cool yeah. when the, you know they're actually kind of mashed together like they are in this sense. Yeah, speaking. Well, you know, uh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, we keep forgetting to talk about seeing celebrities and athletes wearing shoes that we talk about. Uh, and, and LeBron was in those ready-made blazers the other day. Mm -hmm. I know Logan didn't like him to start with, and now he really doesn't like him. Oh, yeah, I'm hating them even more now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a LeBron fan, but the blazers, I'm still not crazy about them. I think they're dope. I like the extra lacing. There's like three sets of laces on those. There's they're, a they're, bunch. It looks busy. Yeah, I love it. Speaking of those um, Jordan 1 cleats, I was actually going shopping for my football cleats at Sport Check here in Regina, and they had shadow Jordan 1 cleats. I was so close to getting them, but they're kind of like a mid-cut, and for some reason that just didn't sit right <laughs> with me. I know it's I'm just going to be wearing them playing football, but it just did not sit right with me. Did you guys see that me meme this week? A lot of sneaker people sharing it. Uh, it's a picture of a guy's vehicle and the, the window's broken. And it says, hey, just a heads up, fam. I had a pair of Jordan 1 mids sitting here. Someone broke in and left three more pairs. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. saw that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had one of our listeners uh, send send me that exact same meme earlier today. Yeah? Yeah. They, I, I, can't, I can't deal with mids and... I, that is something I could see, but then I saw that same picture posted in some Facebook groups, and uh, the comments were like, "Well, it's just more pairs for me to flip." Uh, so as much as we, or me in particular, uh, choose to hate on mids, people are gonna keep on buying them. There's only so many shoes out there, and uh, you start looking in other areas. I guess I never would have guessed that lows. Honestly, getting into this, I didn't think that lows would be what highs are, and uh, mids are right there with them. So. That's about what we got this week. This is a weekly podcast. We do new episodes Sundays if everything's going smooth. Please tell us what you think about the sneakers this week on our Instagram, Sneaker Show Podcast. And good luck with raffles this week. Guys, what are you trying for? I know there's uh, some brown dunks, a couple of different brown dunks, uh, a high and a low. I think I like that low. Medium curry is what it's called. Looks yeah, nice. It's a beautiful pair. That's a pair. Those are that's awesome. And on my... On my uh radar for quite a while now what about They're those like, uh, uh subtle yeah yeah what Go about ahead, those uh supreme dunks i believe those are coming out on the fifth as well and those are super limited those are <laughs> if you don't have a bot good luck with the mm -hmm. stars and everything on yeah. them yeah 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 and of course one of the hottest shoes of the year the university blues let me know if you hit because uh, what's that going to resell for what do you think is this going to be like mochas I've been seeing right now like pre-orders around 550-ish. Actually, myself and some other female sneaker resellers, uh we did a giveaway for a pair. So the winner was just announced yesterday. And um I believe that's how much we put together was about 500 550. I can't remember exactly right now. And you are doing an Xbox as well. Is that all done? A PS4 raffle God, or I'm PS5. The oldest sorry. guy in the world. If you sorry. are, if you I do are this to my kids all the time too. <laughs> if you're listening, please enter my PS5 raffle. <laughs> <laughs> There's 11 spots still. It's been up for three days. You guys having fun on your Nintendos? <laughs> <laughs> Might have to support. So your Instagram is YQR Streetwear with an underscore in it, right? Yes, exactly. YQR underscore streetwear. Logan is Canadian Grails. I'm Tim Stone Show. Thanks for kicking it with us. 
We really appreciate it. I mean, as you can tell, this is our thing. So for you to be on the other end of it and to listen to a whole episode, thank you for being here with us. You're making my uh, my sneaker podcast dreams come true. See you next Sunday.